Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Life expectancy in a pandemic. The largest one-year drop since World War II. Olympic action underway. The United States gets the win over Italy. Bucks take NBA title. Unbelievable game by Giannis. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup with COVID deaths rising once again and concerns about a new surge in coronavirus cases. There's where the 2020 pandemic year took a toll on life expectancy in this country. CBS's Vicki Barker. Sabila Khan lost her 76-year-old father to COVID last year. He was robbed of years of his life. We were robbed of him. Average life expectancy fell one and a half years. Three years for Hispanic and Black Americans, says this statistician. Something has to happen for us to see something like that. COVID accounts for most of it, of course, and not just American families grieving loved ones lost too soon. A new study says a million children around the world have lost at least one parent to COVID-19. There was friction again at a Senate hearing with Republican Rand Paul of Kentucky suggesting Dr. Anthony Fauci lied to Congress in May when he denied the U.S. helped fund research at a Chinese lab that could have sparked the COVID outbreak. You are implying that what we did was responsible for the deaths of individual. I totally resent that. And if anybody is lying here, Senator, it is you. Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell called on people yesterday to get vaccinated. These shots need to get in everybody's arm as rapidly as possible. Or we're going to be back in a situation in the fall that we don't yearn for that we went through last year. McConnell imploring people to ignore the bad advice, as he put it, from pundits and others who are against vaccines. Many have been speaking out on conservative media. Louisiana Republican Steve Scalise says he got his first Pfizer shot the other day. CBS's David Begno has more on the worsening situation in that state. Roughly one in three Louisianians are fully vaccinated. This week, the state's health department reported the highest number of COVID-19 hospitalizations since late February. Scott Rowe is one of them. Here I am recovering, getting out of here finally tomorrow. Am I going to get a vaccine? No. Why not? Because there's too many issues with these vaccines. If you would have had a chance to get the vaccine and prevent this, would you have taken the vaccine? I'd have gone through this. Yes, sir. Don't shove it down my throat. You know who Mr. Scalise is? I know who Steve Scalise is very well. He thinks it's safe and effective. And what's your reaction? Not proven. But does his opinion change yours? No, it does not. With a federal ban on evictions due to expire at month's end, the Treasury Department is due to announce today that it's distributed $1.5 billion in rental assistance in the last month, more than the last five months combined. 
Now to northern Colorado. CBS's Omar Villafranca says one person is dead, two are missing after flash floods destroyed at least five homes. Social media videos caught the ferocity of the Russian waters, which one witness said turned a local river into a torrent in a matter of seconds. It was turned up. It was mud. It was rock. It was trees. It was uh, horrible. Multiple homes were destroyed, and some campers said they had little time to escape. Huge logs, like trees that were just going down the river. It was intense. The man who ran former President Trump's inaugural committee has been arrested on charges of acting as an agent of a foreign government, the United Arab Emirates. CBS's Nancy Cordes says Tom Barrack is charged with obstruction of justice and making false statements. According to the indictment, Barrack provided the UAE with information about meetings that occurred at the White House. It's about cash and a lot of it. Harry Littman is a former U.S. attorney. He says Barrack never registered as a foreign agent, even as his company raked in millions from the UAE. There was influence by a foreign government on the president. The country just didn't know about it. A fourth person linked to the Oath Keepers group has pleaded guilty to federal charges from the January Capitol attack. And a DEA agent's been arrested for participating while off-duty and lying to authorities about it. Jeff Bezos thanked Amazon workers and customers for helping pay for his trip to space yesterday. That drew social media blasts from critics who say he doesn't pay his workers enough and has looked to stop unions. As for the flight, which he hopes heralds a new era of space tourism, he says his expectations were high and they were dramatically exceeded. He spoke with CBS This Morning's Gail King. I don't think people truly understand what this means and why it's important. Yeah, I think you're right, Gail. I think people don't understand. When you get into space and you can see the Earth's atmosphere, it's so thin and fragile looking. So we do have to take care of this planet. Progress is slow and there's little relief on the fire lines in the West. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. California's Tamarack fire south of Lake Tahoe has split, now burning in multiple directions. A break in the heavy smoke is giving firefighters time to attack from the air. More than 80 major wildfires are burning in the west, several creating their own weather systems. The intense smoke now drifting east, reaching even New York. A couple whose gender reveal ceremony sparked a Southern California wildfire that killed a firefighter last year has been charged with involuntary manslaughter. Overseas, there's already been some Olympic action in Japan, two days before the official start of the Tokyo Games. Good news and bad news for the U.S. women here in Tokyo today in softball. And the United States gets the win over Italy 2-0. Call on NBC Sports, but in women's soccer... And it's a second goal for Sweden. A much different story. Sweden dominates the Americans 3-0 before the game players on both squads took a knee. There was another positive COVID test for a U.S. Olympian, this time a member of the men's beach volleyball team, Tyler Crabb. And Brisbane, Australia has been named to host the 2032 Olympics. Before Brisbane will come Paris and Los Angeles. Steve Futterman, CBS News at the Summer Olympics in Tokyo. The NBA has a new champion. It's over. The Bucks have done it. The long wait has ended after a half century. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. On ABC, Milwaukee thrilled the home crowd. This is one of the best moments of my life, and I'm so happy that my team got a ring. With a 105-98 clinching win in Game 6 over the Phoenix Suns.
Giannis Antetokounmpo, the series MVP, scored 50 points last night. I want to thank Milwaukee for believing in me. In a Major League Baseball first on YouTube, five women made up the entire broadcast team for the Rays-Orioles game. It's just been so great to be part of this, so great to hear all of the energy that we've all gotten. Sarah Langs says she was honored to be part of the historic moment. MLB Network tweeted, it's not a novelty, it's about normalcy. A long-lost movie costume has been found. Fifty years after it was lost. Follow the yellow brick road. The pinafore dress Judy Garland wore as she found her way home in The Wizard of Oz has turned up. Follow the yellow brick road. A lecturer at Catholic University in Washington discovered it while he was decluttering and saw a trash bag on top of a set of mailboxes. The prized blue and white gingham costume, now yellowed with age, was in a shoebox inside with Garland's name handwritten on a seam. It was gifted to the university by actress Mercedes McCambridge in 1972. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. 75-year-old Dolly Parton dressed up as a Playboy bunny to wish her husband a happy birthday. She said on social media that she joked long ago about posing for Playboy when she was 75, but they don't have a magazine anymore. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.